Hi, and welcome to Shaky Sports Journeys. Thanks for joining us. Um, we're on the eve of a, of a massive tournament, T20 World Cup upcoming. Um, so I thought it would be fitting to get on somebody from the, uh, from the Scotland camp. And who better than a prolific um, batsman for England as well as Warwickshire. Um, I say hello to Jonathan Trott. How are you, sir? Good on yourself. I see you just covering that... Uh, that sunshine up in the background, mate. Don't want to make yeah. don't want to make all us viewers jealous sitting back in the UK. Yeah, it's pretty warm as well. We were in Amman as well before then, uh, before now, I should say, and uh, that was even more, uh, even hotter. It felt hotter. It was a bit more humid. So uh, the team's going back to Amman on uh, on after the game on Thursday. So uh, it's pretty relentless all this heat, but it's, it's starting to cool down a little bit. So hopefully by the end of the tournament, uh, it'll be a bit cooler for the boys. But uh, They've done really well in the heat. They've embraced it and uh, put in some great performances so far. Yeah, no, it's been excellent viewing. Excellent viewing from back home. So I was really happy to see when you got included um, in, in the camp because uh, Shane and Wrighty aren't really known for their batting. Well, Wrighty would like to think he's known for his batting, but um, you, you, you've, you've brought in that special quality. How have you gelled with uh, Shane and Wrighty? Oh, really well. I think, you know, since... Uh, I got the train up to Edinburgh and, went and got ready for the uh, Zimbabwe T20 um, sort of uh, three games that we had, little series ready against Zimbabwe. Um, you know, it's been great. We got on really well with all the lads. It's you know been very inclusive and, and they've been very accommodating for for somebody on the outside who hasn't um, you know spent any time with the side um, and really enjoyed it. Um, great bunch of lads um, on and off the field. Really, it's. Uh, you know, I'm surprised. And, and, and whenever you go into a new environment, it's always interesting to see how things operate or a little bit different. Every every sort of side has its own unique uniqueness, I should say. Um, and Scott, Scott, Cricket Scotland certainly has that. Good to hear. Good to hear. Good to hear they welcomed you. That's, uh, that's great to hear. Uh, you took in a bit of cold weather um, prior to getting out to the sunshine. I, I, but the weather was not too... It was, it was decent enough for the T20 series in Zimbabwe, so it wasn't, it wasn't too cruel to you. Talk to me about your role um, in general. How you you're obviously the batting coach for this World Cup that's about to start. Um, how does your day to day role go as a batting coach? Oh, well, just generally depends if it's a match day or practice. Really, practice you spend a lot of time with the batters throwing. You end up throwing lots of balls, uh, which I enjoy. I enjoy the sort of relentlessness of side of it, and, and, and do a bit of hard work with the guys and, and get up close and personal with them. So. Um, it's nice to be able to watch sometimes as well because you don't get to watch much when you're throwing balls all the time to see how, to see how everyone's going all the nets because you generally focus just on just the one net. Um, so I like to vary sometimes as coaching, but here it's been more throwing, um, you know, getting the load, getting the guys hitting balls and, and watching the bat. Um, during a match, it's more watching and, and just trying to keep the odd sort of idea here and there with the guys, keep their minds sort of nice and um, relaxed in a relaxed state, but also watching them how they not necessarily on the field, but also how they are off the field as well, with waiting to bat, little things like that, and how they go about their business and, and little traits. And from ex- from my experience of having watched the, the, you know a lot of the players around the world, the, the traits that they do and little tips here or there to, to help them succeed. No, great to hear, great to hear. You've obviously come into the squad, you know, you've only really joined them for the Zimbabwe series, as you said. How have you found the talent amongst the, the batsmen? Comparing it 
So you've obviously mixed shoulders with some of the best teams in the world, been in some of the best teams in the world as well as played against them. Where would you compare what you're seeing? I think it, on, on par, really, for, 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 for a group of players who, who are pretty uh, experienced now. They're not many young, young batters. There's a lot of players here who played a lot of cricket for Scotland. Um, and just you, you can see the fact that they haven't played for, or hadn't played for the last sort of couple of months, and nobody has really played around the world that much if, you, if you're not in a, in a sort of secure bubble or not a county or not a professional, um, you know, fully professional uh, run organization. So it's been a bit of a, a limit on the amount of cricket the guys could play coming into the tournament. Obviously, we had a full summer. But as a squad, they haven't played a lot of cricket together. And you can just see little things here or there that um, are getting ironed out now. But the more cricket we play, the, you know, the continuity of training and playing and, and spending time in and around uh, as, a, as a squad, um, you know, things start chatting a lot better and becoming um, uh, the guys become more natural at the game and, and the rhythm and the pace of the game, you know, they pick it up pretty quickly. Who are you excited about in the squad as in who are the players that you think could take this competition by storm? I think they're a host of guys. You know, they're a very, very powerful bunch of lads. Um, it's going to be about holding your nerve and and um, dealing with the pressure, I think, sometimes not letting the, the occasion dictate your emotions really it's a, a case of just you know being able to handle it and in the big this big and big and pressurized situations is what i'm trying to say um now i think we've got some really good players you know i don't want to mention anyone but they're, they're, anybody here they're, they're all, it's full of match winners really um you know i think there's you know four or five guys that could win a game on their own or set up games on their own um but it's going to be our putting you know good 40 overs together not just the one side, but as you can see, games can swing or, or be lost. And uh, it could be won or lost in, in one good over or one bad over. Well, you see, you talk about that. The Zimbabwe series was a perfect example of that. I mean, we, mm. most of the Scotland could have won that series 3 mm. exactly. the last five The last five overs of the two games that they lost, they were the, they were the, they were the moments that cost them. So you're right. It's, uh, there's fine margins in this T20 mm. cricket. You, you, you've got to hit all your straps pretty well to, mm. to succeed and come out the end. Yeah, exactly. I think it's not, obviously it is about hitting sixes and boundaries, but it's what you do in between those deliveries, I think certainly, in, and it's going to be interesting to watch, but also very much important to doing well in the subcontinent is, is the, the rotation of strike and being able to manipulate the ball into areas and be able to score without taking, you know, massive, massive risks because the wickets are going to get a little bit tired having just had an IPL on them. So they're not going to be as hard and fast as, say, if you go down to Australia and play on fresh wickets all the time. So the skill of rotating strike, playing against slower bowling, playing against slower and, and adjusting to slower balls is going to be crucial um, for the batsman, that is. And, 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 and doubly so also for bowlers, with being able to operate and survive in what is quite a, a, a volatile game with regards to success and failure. Um, your skills and, and, and um, your variations are going to be key. Yep. Scotland, we've played in quite a few big tournaments now. A um, couple of T20s, I think three ODI World Cups now, if I'm right in saying. Um, and something that always kind of comes out of it is we had, we, had some good, we had some good moments, but we were never able really to get over the line, whereas the likes of Ireland have had success at big tournaments, have taken down some of the giants. What do you think, uh, watching from the outside, this squad, to me, 
is as talented as we've had. Mm. You talked about the mindset. Is, is that going to be the key? Is it the belief that they can do it on the big stage? I think belief is there. I think it's just going out and doing it now, actually. Sometimes the hardest hurdle to get over is that first one, you know, and then from there, it's, you know, you get a lot of confidence from that. So it's, it's how they're going to start against Bangladesh, I think, in the first game uh, in Oman and go from there, get a bit of confidence. Um, certainly have the potential to upset once, hopefully get through to the main competition. Certainly have the potential to upset a few of the bigger nations and, and more uh, traditional, you know, international teams. But yeah, the ambition's there, uh, the work ethic's there. Um, it's just about going out and delivering. So we've got two more warm-up games that's going to be crucial with regards to guys hitting their straps, getting uh, combinations right, uh, getting used to playing with each other um, and all, you know, firing, getting everyone in good form. There are a few guys who are playing very well at the moment. There are a few guys who wish they who want to play a little bit better or get in that confidence or get that form up. So it's about getting everybody peaking at the right time and... Uh, Let's hope that uh, we got two more one games. Hopefully, everyone can do that. No fingers crossed. You mentioned the Bangladesh game. It's a massive game to to start the tournament come Sunday. Um, you know, test playing nation. Although we have had success against them in the past in T Twenty, we have beaten them uh, once before. It's a great opportunity to announce yourself in the tournament. Mm. What what are you, are you are you are the guys confident about that game? Is there anything that you? Is there anything that, you know, I know you can't give away too much uh, of how you plan to play it, but, I mean, are you feeling quietly confident that you'll, you'll turn them over on Sunday? I don't know turn them over. I think just try and beat them and, you know, start the tournament well, I think is, is crucial. Um, I think what we have done is we've played a game or two on out in Oman and done pretty well there. We were unbeaten in Oman um, for the games that we played. Obviously, 50 over, albeit, but we know the conditions. We know the outfields. We know the... The, the the field if you like so we've had a bit it's not as if we're going there you know and without uh, into the unknown uh, we've played some cricket there the last few weeks but and played well as well so the guys will be confident I think that should stand us in good stead no matter who we're playing so uh, yes Bangladesh they've played some good cricket at home in their own country um, hopefully we can beat them in a mind yeah I'm very much hoping so and the next two games as you've just mentioned you've already had some great success against PNG and against Oman, but going into a tournament, there's no there's no space for slip-ups. That's got to stay in the past, but you must take confidence that you'd like to think that Scotland could beat both those teams on the uh, when the World Cup begins. Yeah, I think so. I think when you look at that, you, when you look at the competition and only two go through, those are the two that you would say Scotland would be, you know, fail themselves to win. Um, but if they can upset Bangladesh or beat Bangladesh, and it, it doesn't not say it takes the pressure off, but it gives them a good, huge boost, not only for the, that group stage, but hopefully getting out of the group stage and going on into the uh, the main event. And when you mention the main event, let's, let's talk in hearsay and say that we, we, we make the top two. That's where the real opportunity starts, where Scotland could go in and really look to take a few big scalps. And you're confident within the within the unit that the boys can do something like that? Yeah, I certainly believe that. I, 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 don't, you know, I encourage you guys not to look too far ahead. You know, if you start looking too far ahead and, and trying to target and win a few big games in the main competition, you might you might not you might take your eye off a little bit of what's in front of you, which is obviously two warm up games and then you know the main the, the the round one starting. So that'll take care of itself. We do the main we do the, the the little things well now, prep really well. It'll give us the best chance to get there, hopefully. But we've got to take care of business first. So I've been I've been spent too much time thinking about that. 
um, that, that that's a byproduct of uh, playing some really good cricket now and, and as, as a side and individually. No, you sound like you're keeping the boys well grounded, keeping them yeah. focused on one day ahead, not looking too far yeah. ahead. I think, I, think, I think that's great. Sounds like the morale is very good in the camp. You've played in big tournaments. You've played in big, massive Ashes Test matches. You know, you've how how's the excitement amongst the boys? I mean, it's it's getting close now. Where you know, tournaments about to kick off. Is there a, is there a good good buzz within the camp? Yeah, I think the guys itching to just get going now. We've been here for quite a while. We obviously had the Zims uh, series when we had the time in Amman. Um, you know, we've had a few things thrown at the side with regards to. Um, you know, COVID and, and bubbles and an injury here or two. So there's been a few things going on, which has uh, kept everyone on their toes and but also makes you realise just how precious uh, and how quickly things can change and turn around, you know. Um, so the guys are very appreciative of playing for Scotland. is a huge... Getting the guys excited, but getting excited the right stuff and um, not worrying about uh, you know stuff external stuff or um, things that goes on other than just uh, winning games of cricket for Scotland Best way to be forget the outside interference focus on the job at hand Okay Mr Trot I can't let you go without asking you what's your prediction for the tournament who do you think are the favourites um, and you know I'm putting you on the spot here let's, let's see if we can get a, a definitive answer out of you I'd say England or India. I think your favourites. I think England play very, very good one-day cricket, but I think the amount of Indian players that have been here and playing in the IPL, they're used to conditions. They're a very, very good side. They, they're built for all conditions, really, as are England, I think. Um, they're, England are missing a few key players, obviously. Um, Stokes and Archer in, in their T20 setup, which are huge players. Um, I think in, England will be there and thereabouts, and I think any of the subcontinent teams... Um, but particularly India, they're a very, very good side, as well as yeah. England. I think the West Indies as well are the ones I, I, I think are, are a dangerous T20. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, but I, I, you're not quite sure with regards to the West Indies. You know, they're quite sort of, they can sort of blow you away. Yeah. Blow anybody away on their day. So that's going to be really exciting to see as well. But if you, if you had to sort of uh, put some, you know, if you had to put some something down on it, um, if you had to put your mark on it, then uh, you'd probably go with those guys who've been very consistent over the last couple of years. Yeah, I think so. The depth of both their squads is just mm. incredible. Look, yeah. it's been uh, it's been great to talk to you. Um, I know you've got you busy, too, mate. busy a couple of days ahead. Um, I'm wishing you all the very best. All the Scottish cricket fans are, are very much behind you. Uh, and hopefully you can really stamp your mark on this World Cup, make the Super 12s. And why not take down a few giants in the process? And maybe you never know, we might lift the cup. Funnier things have happened. <laughs> That'd be exciting, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be unbelievable, mate. It'd be unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you take care of yourself and uh, all the very best, my friend. Cheers, mate. Go well. Cheers, mate.